Big and hungry. Yeah. Well, here we are, here Steve. We are. And, and technically, this is the last episode of Big and Hungry. Technically, this is the farewell Big and Hungry. The problem yes. is, the problem is I had a deep sadness in my heart. <laughs> okay. Problem is, I was enjoying this. Mm-hmm. It was just that we decided that there's got to be a little bit of a difference or a change in the format of some kind yeah. because everybody's doing this. They're all talking. Sure. And we want to fucking, I don't know, do something diff. <laughs> you know what I mean? By diff. Like your shoes. Steve. Show everybody, show everybody your shoes. Steve, I got these because they were the only boost, ideas boost right. in the store. And I was like, it's time for me to step my game, my kick game up because I'm young because I'm young. Yeah, but you could have uh, gone online to the store and not gotten one with pink laces. Don't, don't Steve. <laughs> what? I'm in touch with my... Why are you showing everybody the whites? That, yeah, show show what's accentuating it. In, oh, you have sprinkles on your fucking shoes? I didn't see that. I didn't either. Just now Dude, I did. Here I didn't see that. Please. Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. There's I didn't sprin- see that there those were. Are, you have sprinkles on your fucking pink shoes? Are those like donut? Or are they? Yeah, I guess they are. Okay. I, oh, my. I thought I was just going to walk around like old pink heel. In my, old, in my best George Takei. <laughs> oh, my. Oh my God, do boy shorts come with those? I just thought I'd be old pink heel. <laughs> old well, pink heel. I did not see the sprinkles. Are you sure those are men's shoes? Dude, Cause no, they cause do I, have them in women's, but, and I did ask, are these in men's? I go, yeah, those are men's. Oh, okay. What's funny is that some dude who works at a store tells you they're men's and you go, oh, okay. <laughs> like there's a difference between women's and men's. It's not that women's have a higher heel or something. This is Los Angeles. Was it like a guy guy that said it's men's or was it, you know? Yeah. Okay. He was a guy guy. How do he was feel, a dude how do just feel, working there. How, how, long, how long have you had the shoes for? One day. And <laughs> they're already scuffed and I'm mad. Well, A, you don't get white shoes because they get so dirty. I'm so not good because I... Cause, B, yeah. which should be A, is you don't get shoes that have fucking pink <laughs> sprinkles on them and stuff, dude. That's well, fucking crazy. Here's the thing about me. Let's go, let's go get some yogurt after this. <laughs> what is that face for? These are my yogurt going... Getting those, shoes? Are, those are... Dude, you don't... You don't go to do your grappling shit in that. You'll get destroyed. Dude... Mentally and physically, you'll get destroyed. <laughs> you'll never hear the end of it, as you shouldn't. So, are these the what, shoes what, I wear? What, what, what were the other choices? So, are these the were shoes? Were the other choices like here's some here's some Ziploc bags you could just put on your feet with rubber bands, or you can get these shoes with sprinkles on them? Well, so are you saying that these are the shoes I put on when when I go? Hey, do you want to stroll down to the end of the block and get some yogurt? <laughs> and when you ask me that, and I go, um, sure. And then I go, but hold on, let me get my, my shoes, no, my yogurt shoes, my yogurt stroll, my yogurt eating slash strolling shoes. Yes. And I would expect you to hold a pinwheel into the wind as you're eating yogurt with those fucking shoes and sprinkles off, dude. Come on. A pinwheel. (laughs) (laughs) And I want you to look lost going, where's Francisco? I lost my daddy. <laughs> I lost my daddy. I think I look adorable. They uh, look. They're. Um, 
I, I had I a guy uh, say to me one time, yeah, I was probably 11. And I, yeah. when you start thinking about how you hold on to things, yeah, the guy said, he goes, well, it depends on how hard you wear your shoes. I'm looking at your soles and it looks like you wear your shoes hard. <laughs> and I remember walking out of that fucking store with so much pride because I was like, yeah. I wear my shoes hard. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it means that if I put on a pair of sneaks and you put on a pair of sneaks, I'm going to wear mine out way faster than you are going to wear yours out. And that, mine are going to be all kinds of scuffed. That moment for you was River Phoenix in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. When the, when the guy that became that was like the embodiment of who he would become and he puts the hat on his head and he goes, you didn't win today, kid. But doesn't mean you don't always have to win. And he puts his hat on the head and then it comes up and then it's Indiana Jones. That guy, whoever that guy was. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? That was in Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones, yeah. It's Razor, where River Phoenix the... becomes Indiana Jones. The oh, pivotal moment of like the experience. I didn't see that. And to have a grown man say to you, you look like you wear your shoes hard. That created the DNA blueprint for everything you would become later on in life, leading you to this moment yeah. where I will shit on you endlessly for buying pink <laughs> fucking Adidas, as you call them. Ad Adidas. Yeah. Now, Adidas. This is, this is what a man's shoe looks like that, that's from a good Adidas. Shoe. That's a, that's that's a good man's shoe. shoe. And you can see, I don't wear them hard. I wear them soft. No, no, no. You wear them soft. Well, because you sleep and you then go eat food. So, you know what I mean? Yes. And that's fine. Yeah. And sometimes you'll do a little a little adorable workout, like you'll do some rope skipping, right? Uh, cardio. That's what it's called. You'll do some rope skipping and you'll, do some, and, and you'll do some stuff that somebody on a fucking app tells you to do, right? No. No? Are you yes. sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you. I've seen you do the half hour... With Kinda Sean T. Get your blood Sean T. With Sean T. Yeah. Sean T is the gay man who's black who has a beautiful white boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, he does. Right. And I'll tell you. He's in the military. His boyfriend, who I, I believe is his husband. Yeah. Um, he's not wearing any underwear in at least three of the exercises. This is correct. So you see his schwanz bouncing he's working with a piece place. i think and sean t's got a look he's got he looks he's fantastic shredded. there they yeah, are that's that's his that's his uh husband i think there yeah when you're uh when you're it's hard because when you're gay you got to keep up with the joneses because men are super critical so you better look good all the time you better right. have things plucked and shaved and and shined up and and it's hard Do you think men are more critical than women one hundred percent. A gay man is more critical. Men than men are. Men are linear creatures. Women fall in love with a whole smorgasbord of attributes on a man. Women, they always say, men fall in love after they they're attracted to a woman right. first, and then they fall in love with later. A woman can fall in love and then gets attracted. Like it's a women can tend to like over. I'm being general here, but right. Women can just be drawn to a life force and energy. A guy can have a belly and just look like you've seen it. Nah. We've seen it. We've Buddy, seen it. I'm telling no. you, there are plenty of men who have no, bellies no. that women are physically attracted if to. If they're fucking successful. Yeah. I'll tell That's you this. That's what I mean, though. You'll see all the fucking hottest girls in the world hanging out outside the Staples Center waiting for the Lakers to come out. But at 5.03, go to your local post office yeah. and there are no fucking hotties waiting in the park lot to see what Hank's route was No, 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 no. If a man is a provider, if he's got money, 
It's yeah. like Janis Joplin was never going to get laid. You and I are not having sex with Janis Joplin. She just wasn't physically attractive enough. Jimi right. Hendrix said it. Jimi Hendrix was like, even her fame can't get her, you know, a guy. And, right. You know, I don't know if she had a boyfriend, but she was she was not what you would call classically attractive or beautiful, right? Sure. She's amazing artist and amazing singer. And you've seen her live. I've seen her live. <laughs> Steve, anyway... But she, um, right? But if right. she was don't a get, guy, don't get upset at me. You're on a podcast where you get to speak. <laughs> and I just die. <laughs> and I just um, die. If she was, if Janis Joplin had been a guy, she'd yeah. never pick up any woman on the planet looking oh, sure. the equivalent of a guy. That's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, go to Silicon Valley and you'll see exact proof of what you're talking about. Go to DC. If you're, if you look like a fucking somebody who lives under a bridge, but you're a badass at what you do, heavyweight champion boxers, yeah, doesn't matter if they're the heavyweight champion and everybody's around them. Mm -hmm. They, they, the, there are so many women that are drawn to them. Uh, big time moguls like, like Vladimir Putin in a in a vacuum doesn't look like much he's short yeah yeah that guy i promise you can get everyone he wants including your wife my girl my ex-wife it doesn't matter he gets who he wants because he's the most powerful gangster slash leader well, force at gunpoint yes now nah, that dude just walks into well, you, world. you think vladimir putin walks in the cheesecake factory and points at my wife and goes let's go and my wife hmm. just gets up and is well it's not that simple <laughs> no. it's just that <laughs> all things being equal that? she goes hey Raise the kids. I'm going to be busy for a while in Vlad's DACA. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see my wife just up and leaving. Well, I for do. Vladimir Putin. No, your wife is a beautiful, classy, wonderful woman. In fact, Kid Dynamite was saying, I love Jess. She just said it out of the blue the other yeah. day. So she's one of my favorite people. Has nothing to do with it. She she has her kryptonite, too. And when you are the most powerful man on the planet, but and your Vladimir, name is Vladimir, look, if and Brad by the way, Pitt and by the way, in, he gets you too if he wants. If Brad Pitt came in and pointed at my wife and 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 did one of these jobs, I think my wife would contemplate it for a moment, and I would just, I probably look at her and go, "Can I watch?" Yeah, there you go. And that's yeah. and there, and then I like your attitude. Yeah, I like your attitude. Here's the you thing: you deserve this out of respect, out of respect for Brad, Mr. Putin. Please, after out of respect for President President Vladimir. Putin. Yeah. I I I step aside and I say, yeah, of course, sir. Because well, I might even I might even bring some some refreshments in. Okay, let's talk about a successful guy, yeah. okay, who is an abomination that you would be insulted if your woman Yeah, yeah. Went the, off the, with. Well, some people their accomplishments some people are just successful because they're great at self-promotion that's not my favorite kind of person yeah i don't give a fuck and by the way actors i don't hey you know what i'm not threatened by who i don't give a fuck about actors yeah. you're good at making believe that's awesome that's not what i'm threatened by you if my girl if I, i'd say to my girl you want to go with that guy you go ahead go ahead that's going to be a snooze fest yeah I, I, I there's not an actor i can think of that i i just know the machine i know the machine world leaders mm -hmm. moguls people who are killer at business i find those guys a mystery thus threatening <laughs> okay what's like what's, elon musk would hurt if my girl left me for elon musk it would hurt my feelings because i couldn't blame her 
if she left me. And by the way, I'm still going to say, I'm still going to say, all right, go do your thing. But is he as fun as I am? Does he make you laugh the way I do? Right. Maybe. He's certainly going to give you a hell of a lifestyle. Enjoy that. Let's see. Maybe he's better. There are people that are better. This is the other thing. There are men that are better than you are <laughs> in general. In bed, when yeah. they're naked, when they're at business, uh, they're better listeners. They're better. I get it. What are your faults in a relationship? I don't listen enough. I don't plan. I'm terribly unorganized. Yeah. Um, I'm, um, yeah. You I were, mean, and also look at me. Your, your shoes. Also look at me. What are you talking I about? I don't consider myself very attractive Here's and I get I gotta, less and less attractive I, I, I as I love to dump on you. Now I got to pump you up. I, I wanted to dump on you. Now I got to pump you up. No, but, but for what real. What are you talking about? You're, you're an attractive guy. I'm not. You're extremely okay. fit. Okay. You'd be fit whether you're 20 or 70? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 54, dude. Oh, got it. Now. Yeah. Okay. You look great for 54. Nope. Don't say four. 54. See, that's the problem. What was it? The bottom line is I would never date me uh, physically. I think I'm... For, okay. Well, hold on. And so that's wait, fine. I don't care about that. right? You're 54? Yeah. You got to admit, you look amazing for 54. Okay. I do. I, I'll, if I'll, you if, go to your high school class reunion yeah. and look up people you went to high school with and you look at them, you're like, oh my fucking God. I think you'd be shocked at how there are great people you that I see that are younger than me, and I and I you you, you you they walk in and you go, well, you've been right, you've been driving this old car for. I mean, some people just don't take care of the car. Some right. people just let it rust out in the old. I mean, <laughs> in the old. Right. That you, it is true that some people just treat their bodies like an old car. Some people are not riding their shoes hard. They're not riding their shoes hard, brother. Yeah. And you'll see dudes who are fifty whatever, yeah. and they come in, and if they've been eating gas station hot dogs and drinking and smoking they're gonna look pretty rough by the way the minute you said gas station hot dogs my stomach was like excuse me did you say something to me do you need me it bothers me it I bothers me that pizza you got last night at a million o'clock sucked beauty <laughs> fucking sucked it you got great. this sausage it wasn't great but it was and, pizza hey who gets a fucking who gets mystery sausage and green pepper pizza what a bore what was it what it's what was what that do you pizza? Want? What oh, do you want on pizza? The crust sucked. And green the crust on, on... sucked, and he's like this. Oh, delicious! From got where? great reviews. Who cares I, I from know. where? From from was... we're open. We're open at a million o'clock, and we just <laughs> and we buy it pre-made and then heat it up in a fucking microwave. That's what he got it from. It, it wasn't. It wasn't great, but at the end. Of the also, day, why still, sausage and pizza. green peppers? I, I had a hankering. I had a hankering. You got to get better Sorry, sausage. Not everybody's going to get a duck lorange. I had sausage. I have I have very good sausage, like organic sausage in my fridge. You should have cut that up and put it on your pizza. You should have made your own pizza. Sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm just getting a little hostile. Hey, Biden, thanks a lot for pulling out so quickly. <laughs> Fucking ISIS. Uh, come again? Hey, Biden, see Jocko Willick's post. Anyway, that's my that's my thing. Walk us Biden. through walk us through the post. Everybody's seen it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you gotta protect. By the way, did you see that picture of Sean T and his boyfriend? If you scroll down, they were wearing those shoes. Did you know that? Um no. Hey, let's watch an episode of the Fighter Kid. No. Nope. Should we do that? 
That's can we, okay. can I do that? Can I? I've never seen it. You can watch it anytime you want. We're not going to do that on a podcast. I was going to pull up Jocko's video. Yeah, it's do you not great. Pull up? Everybody, well, I've seen it, and everybody. I'd like to watch it. the episode, the latest episode. Do you want to watch the Jocko the, Willick thing? I, I'd like to watch the fighter. I think the everybody's kid. seen this. The three of no, you guys. No, we're not going to watch I that. See the we're not going to watch that. I wanted to give you an update on the current situation in Afghanistan. This is him pretending to be Biden. Oh, we were set to leave Afghanistan this month. And as we began the final drawdown, I made some critical errors. Namely, I underestimated the strength of the Taliban and I overestimated the strength and capability of the friendly Afghan forces. This was my fault. And due to my mistake, the Taliban has taken Can control pause a second? of Afghanistan. That looks like Jim Norton if Jim Norton was a badass. Yeah. I mean, look at him right there. Well, that's that, that's Jocko like Willick was he did his he did his tours and his time in Afghanistan. Yeah. You know, he's 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 a genuine dyed in the wool badass. And that would be from other Navy SEALs. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to bring some levity to the comedy podcast, but it's whatever. Man. <laughs> I like Let's that get real. It is Jim Norton. It is Jim Norton's Spartan it brother. Like it's, it's his Spartan brother who took all all the nutrients all the in the genes. womb. The- it's his twin <laughs> when he took all the nutrients from the womb. He goes, I'll take all the calcium. I'll take all the protein, all the fat, all the carbs. There are Bottom line. Now that ISIS and Al Qaeda are working alongside them. Unfortunately, there are tens of thousands of Americans on the ground there as well as friends and allies of America on the ground. These people, Americans and our allies, are all stranded. And that is my fault. But they will not be stranded for long. In the next 48 hours, America will be in control of most major airports in Afghanistan. Any resistance we meet from the Taliban or otherwise, when we seize these airports, will be destroyed completely and without mercy. From those airports, we will conduct rapid strike rescue missions until we have recovered and evacuated all our citizens, allies, and friends. Any person that interferes with these operations will be killed. We will also recover or destroy all aircraft, vehicles, weapons, and sensitive equipment that we left behind. Can you pause a sec? Why, why did we leave everything there? Or was it in the hands of the Afghans? Because we thought the Afghan we were going to have an, the ability to do this on our own timetable. Right. And what the spreadsheet guys in the Biden administration and otherwise mm-hmm. didn't didn't know, of course, right. was what was really going on in the ground. They didn't see that the Taliban had been surrounding the provincial capitals of right. that country a year ago, killing police chiefs, killing civilians just to let them know that they still had control. And then going to the platoons and the various commanders in the police force and the army, the Afghan army, and saying, hey, the Americans are going to leave you in a year. You better cut a deal with us now. You can cut a deal with us now, be friends with us, or we're going to fucking slaughter you when the Americans are gone. So what do you think they did? They were like, we got a deal. And all of that was going on. And all of that was probably being told to the Biden administration. But the Biden administration wasn't listening because that's not 
what their expertise is. When you listen to their secretary of state and stuff, you know, I was listening to these intel guys who were like, these people in the Biden administration, including Joe Biden, don't even know who the emir of the Taliban is. The guy right. who runs the Taliban, you know who that guy is? He sacrificed his own 17-year-old son in 2017 in a suicide bombing, strapped him up and sacrificed his own son. Okay. So that gives you an idea of who you're dealing with. So, you yeah. know, and when you don't know that. But have you seen Hunter you know, Biden's artwork? Yes, pretty, I have. Pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. He's making a lot of money. Yeah. So, so well, that's kind of why. They talked to Biden. It's like, Joe, just turn it up. Just yeah. turn it right there. It's the it knob. was, like, it it was a right. collective failure. He's being told stuff by people. And they didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And a lot of this is just this. Ready? Because Afghanistan. Yeah. It's amazing to me that we've been there for 20 years and 70% of the population is under 25. And most of those people have never even heard of the Taliban. Yeah. And the, remember, the Taliban are, are primarily Pashtun Sunni Muslims. They're, they're, they represent one tribe in the, you know, 14 different tribes mm -hmm. and, and ethnicities in, in Afghanistan. But the main ones are like the Uzbeks, the Tajiks, and the, the Hazaras don't have anything to do with the Taliban. So it's it's awful, and it could have been avoided. But knowing that they're flying around in Black Hawk helicopters right now. Whether they are or not, with, I don't know if they, they know are. how to they, they operate the those. Footage. That's unbelievable. They showed uh, the one guy has the capability. He's, he's literally flying around in Black Hawk. They have our missiles, our guns, our Humvees, our pickup trucks, and... I they, just, have, they have possession of uh, more Black Hawk helicopters than any of most nations. It's just, it's just unbelievable. I, I, I assume it's the Afghan army just completely folded and capitulated. Yeah, because because the away, Taliban right? made because the Taliban made deals behind everybody's back. The Taliban went to the Afghan army and these these different platoons and was like, "You want to fight us when the Americans are gone? For what? Yeah, you what you can fight. You you, you know what are you going to do?" You, you know, or you could just cut a deal with us, dude, and be part of the new Afghanistan. They were like, I'd, I'd, they're all smoking hash anyway. Yeah. The Afghan army was not, they weren't, they'd go on patrol and they were like, all right. It's like, wow, you know, you're being commanded by, it's like, I don't think there was enough of a reason. It just didn't make sense. That was the biggest yeah. frustration from what I understand from a lot of soldiers. And there, but although having said that, the Afghan forces did fight a lot and 66,000 of them did die. I mean, that's the Afghan army. So right. they did, a lot of them fought. I think one of the things that people said is that without the United States there, just as a backup, mm -hmm. people lose the will to fight. I don't blame them. Right. As long, if you have American air power, the, if you're a Taliban, you're not going to march on a capital because you got to move all your people there. If you got American air power, they were terrified of that because they knew the minute they got in their tanks or even their pickups or their trucks and started rolling toward a capital. Sure. We'll just sit up there like fucking ding, 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 like asteroids. Yeah. Well, that's why you're hiding in caves. Yeah. And plotting when it's it so out. interesting to me that the minute we pulled out, they're all back in force. Like none of the attitude there in those in those that population, at least in the Pashtun population, seem to have. I don't know. It, it, well, I think what's fascinating is you go online to social media, and within one week, everybody went from a vaccine expert to a foreign policy expert. You know, I want to talk about that too. That's that's so funny because everybody does, and including just me. Laugh next time. <laughs> no, but it's a good point. But you just yeah. made a great point, right? It's not even a laughing thing because you're because the reason I didn't laugh is because it's true. 
Right. I just thought to my about myself doing that, right? I do yeah. that. I'm guilty of that shit. I'm guilty of having points of view, right? Sure. Then I talk to my buddy Jeff, who's a doctor. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking doctor. He's just in Florida and he's a great doctor and he's right. a guy who really cares about it. He's I love him. And Jeff said, he goes, I said, yeah, but masks, do they really work? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, do masks work? He goes, Brian, I haven't had in 30 years practicing, I haven't had an influenza case yet. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is people are actually wearing masks. He goes, we wear masks in the hospital and in the office and when we're doing surgery for a reason and always have. Mm-hmm. It, it, it when you say masks don't work you got to be careful with this fucking language right because and then i talked to my other friend who's a doctor i'm talking about people who are on the on the ground sure and they're all like what are you talking dude please stop listening to this stuff you're you're listening to doctors there are doctors that say they don't work but they're not reading the literature c- correctly he yeah. goes we've always worn masks he goes we always wear masks yeah. we've always worn them so when you say that they don't work you've got to be a little bit more careful I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional, and I'm not looking at data, so I'm going to shut the fuck up about masks. And I've been critical about it. Right. I get mad about masks. I don't want my kids wearing them, mm-hmm. and I still stand by that. But I need to I need to check myself. I'm a little bit fucking ignorant. And the more I talk to people about Afghanistan, or I talk to people about fucking masks and health professionals, I know a respiratory therapist. Mm-hmm. He's a dude. He's my, my kid, my daughter's friends. How many friends at this hospital do you have? Dude, I have a lot of friends. People love me. Got it. <laughs> my, but my friends, my friends, my daughter's best friend's father right. is a respiratory therapist. That means that he comes in when people can't breathe. Right. That dude was, I, 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 his posture, he looked like a jumbo shrimp. He was on the front lines. Yeah. Right? He's on the front lines. He's just, he's like this. And the, the, what was fascinating to me about it was that he, he was like, he said, well, people are dying. I'm yeah, there. I, I am I am administering tubes. So when you talk to people that are on the front line, it is true that people are fucking dying from this disease. Of and course. so I always get, I always feel a little bit ashamed that I'm using this platform and my other platforms to fucking spew my, my anger and my criticism. I got to do a little more research. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but at the same time, you're still allowed to have an opinion. The, the only difference is that everybody's got the vehicle you know on their phones to yeah. express the opinion when yeah we're, we're not as educated so you just go on there knowing okay there's going to be things that you don't hear that you don't necessarily agree with or drive with and that's that's the issue the issue is you may be against mass and i might be for him and, and there's the vitriol that comes immediately from both sides of the fence whereas before there was, I think, a healthy level of respect, but I think that these goddamn things have taken it to a new level where it's almost like when you're driving in your car, right, and somebody cuts you off, you're protected within the shell of the car. So you're going to say things you never would have said to a person. You're going to cut somebody off at 70 miles per hour yeah. on a freeway yeah. and give them the finger yep. or whatever, that, whatever, that would be because you. you're within the protective be shell of a you, car, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is our car. This is our car. You're protected it's true. by this. And most people do research like this, including me. On their phone. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no dude. But research is done in a research. fucking lab. It's of course research it is. research dependent on where you're distilling it from. Are you distilling it from the right? Or are you distilling it from the left? That's the issue. And so I'll, these I'll, party I'll, lines are drawn. I'll give you an example. So I, I have given us a, a few examples. I've given a couple, a couple examples. Yeah. Uh, I want to see how I can do this. Uh, you know, yeah. a chiropractor. so my friend, my friend had a, has a, a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. He, yep. it, my friend has a baby. I know one doctor is a dentist and you know, like the cast of Grey's Anatomy. I know apparently. so many doctors. Yeah. I know so many. Uh, 
I, I my, my friend had a, um, his wife is pregnant. Mm -hmm. The baby had a little heart thing. Right. The the uh, gynecologist, uh, the OB, um, OBGYN, whatever, p picked up that the heartbeat was irregular. Something was wrong. Right. Oh fuck. So they send her to this other specialist, this mm -hmm. doctor who specializes in neonatal anatomy. Right. And he goes, for three hours he studies her and he goes, I don't know, man, something's wrong. We have to send you to a cardiologist, a specialist in baby hearts, in fucking uterus, in vitro hearts, like right. baby hearts that are like, you know, the size of a, I don't know, fucking kernel of rice. <laughs> and so they go in mm -hmm. and they're like, well, it, this is catastrophic. The baby's heart isn't beating fast enough. The baby's failing. This is going to be a disaster. The cardiologist comes in. He looks at all the data. Mm -hmm. uh, so does the electric, the electric cardio guy, you know, sure. the nerds who study these things. And after about five minutes goes, ah, this looks like a benign irregularity. Yeah, this, what's going on is that, 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 that. And we're like, but we were just given doomsday. Like, Holy they're, shit. Like, we were given doomsday news from these other two specialists. He's like, yeah, that's why you come to me. Because I'm a specialist on the heart. Right. And sometimes I think that, you know, when you hear certain doctors talking about- And these are doctors. Yeah. These are doctors who've been doing it. In one case, the guy's been doing it, he's 70. Sure. So you got you to gotta talk to the actual experts. You yeah. got to talk to immunologists. You got to talk to vaccinologists. You got to talk to, you know, virologists. You got to be careful with who you're listening to, including with doctors, right. about masks, about COVID. But it also, it's dependent on, nowadays you're having doctors and medical professionals <laughs> and experts in a certain field of medicine going on and taking their ideology and lacing it and tethering it towards a cause like COVID, for example. Yeah. So you're having medical experts on CNN as much as you are on Fox News. Yeah. And they're going to be stumping for one side or the other. And, and an example of this is, Florida was getting overwhelmed by the ICUs, right? And so you had doctors that went out and had a press conference just urging the public, look, we're medical professionals. We suggest, strongly suggest that you guys get vaccinated, okay? Because yeah. we're getting overwhelmed. And then what does the press do? The press skews it yeah. that these doctors staged a walkout because they're fed up with people that are not vaccinated. Yeah. And so you've got to read between the lines. You got to go between the cracks and I, I think, again, these days, it's so quick to, to, to discern. You could read a headline and go, oh, okay, this is skewing right. This is skewing right. I just want to be a doctor that goes, I just want to be a guy who goes, they're like, we're losing them. And I want to go, okay. I'm gone. I know that, that would be good. Yeah. And I lay my hands on him and he comes too. I want to, that would be the ultimate. Just give me the saucer of water and you just. Let me use my Jesus energy. <laughs> that would be cool. Or I just want to be a guy who's like, get out of the way. And I rip my, my, I just rip my, my fucking gown off. I yeah. rip, cause it's in the way. My lab coat's in the you way. You treat your chest like a, like a, like a car with the engine running and his body like jumper cables. I probably take some of my life force. I think I probably take my, my jacket off to establish my, my alpha status. So people go, that guy's got a straight back, broad shoulders and some serious tits. You know what I mean? <laughs> That guy, that guy, that guy's doing way more than just bench. That's what I want them to say. <laughs> right. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Now that guy's doing way more. He heals people. He brings them back to life. 
He's doing a lot more than just bench, right? That guy's that guy's climbing trees. That guy's living. Uh, there, there's never a line at the this, dip bar. Never this, a line at the dip bar. But he goes right to the dip bar after he's run hills. This, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you understand? He's a doctor, but he does what's hard. He digs deep, bro. He pushes his body to the point where his body feels like it's gonna die. So it starts <laughs> rushing all kinds of fucking nutrients to the muscles and bones. That's why when he does bone density tests, they're like. <laughs> You know, are, are you the fucking, hey, are you are you the actor from Game of Thrones that was playing that stone guy? Okay. Hey, are you Wolverine? You know what I'm saying? This, this Where am I going all, with this? This all, this tangent all stems from you being at a grocery store and some man saying you look like you wear your shoes hard. I was not in a grocery store. I was getting were you? fucking buying new shoes when I was 11. When you were 11. Yeah, you got to listen to my stories. Sorry, Steve, I just came down on you. The point is I want to do this. I want to go, you're doing it wrong, Kitesh. And I just get in there and I just fucking do stuff. When you drive past like a scene, like when you're driving on the 405 and you see an accident and the ambulance is there, the fire truck and and the cop cars and all the lights are on, you picture yourself like pulling over and just becoming a hero. The... Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Unfortunately, the answer is yes. Unfortunately, I can't help but try to fix something. <laughs> have you ever, let me ask you this. Have you ever run into a situation to help with that with that impetus? I've not. No? Maybe I have. I don't remember. I don't want to say I have. The bottom line is this. I, I, I've been in situations where I try to give advice and I realize the person is so deeply fucked up that I have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you just, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, it's like, I remember, this is a sad story, but I remember, um, I remember this guy this who doctor. I knew, now this guy I knew, who told me he was going to kill himself. He wanted to give me a Springsteen collection. I love Springsteen. He had a Was fucking, this right after your show? This was not... <laughs> Sorry. In fact, he was one of the people that encouraged me to do stand-up. It was before I was doing stand-up. I was doing like tiny shows. And then he said, Brian, I made a horrible mistake. This was 30, this was 29 years ago, bro. Yeah. It was 30 years ago. This was, yeah, this is more than 30 years ago. So he, call, he he told you he wanted to leave you his Springsteen collection. He said, I was working as a temp mm-hmm. at, at Goldman Sachs and he worked at Goldman Sachs. And his name was Ashley. And he said, I want to give you my Springsteen collection. I said, he was from England. I said, why? He said, because I'm going away. And I knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was older than me. He was like 34 and I was like 24, but he knew so much more than me. He was so right. much smarter. He was, he had read everything. He just knew everything. Yeah. He was just an edu- super educated guy right. who had me along because I was kind of young and he just thought I was, he got a kick out of me. Right. He, he thought I had potential to be a comic and he was just trying to help me out. He would kind of tolerate me. He kind of was my mentor. Right. And, um, the fucking guy goes, I remember he said, no, I, I'm, and, and I tried to talk him out of it. I remember I tried to kind of say shit mm-hmm. and I couldn't, I didn't know what to say. Cause I, I nothing you didn't have I the could life experience though at that I age, didn't right? dude. And nothing I could say, nothing I could read, no philosophy. He'd, he'd heard it all. Like he'd come to terms with it and then he ended up dying. Oh no. Yeah. But like Did there was he nothing. Commit suicide? Yeah. But uh. I remember I just didn't know what to do or say. I just remember going and then I called him a bunch. I kept calling him. Mm-hmm. And then he said, Yeah, my 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 brother just had twins. 
so I, I have a I have a reason to live. And I remember going, oh, good. And I, I was like, good. Yeah. And then I got a call from my supervisor at work. And I think I'd already quit by then. And she said, Ashley killed him. Ashley passed away last night. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And I knew what it was, you know. Yeah. But like sometimes you, sometimes it, I just brought the whole fucking room down. But but sometimes you just don't know how to fucking help somebody. And I still try. <laughs> and I still have opinions. Well, I, I think we're also at an age where we have friends where you see behavior exhibited in your 20s and 30s that's like tolerable. Yeah. Because you're 20 or 30. Yeah. And you're allowed to do those things in your 20s and 30s. But as you get a little older, you go, you're a little too old to be doing this shit. And I know that we both have friends where you have conversations with one of your friends, somebody you have a deep affection for, for, you know, two plus decades, whatever. And the record is pressed. It's always going to play the same song. You're not going to get through. And you've just got to go, okay, I, I tried. I did as much as I could. But this, the train has left the station and there's no other tracks. There's nowhere else to go. It's one direction. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So as supportive as, I, as I've been over the last few years, I've kind of stepped away from certain relationships where I'm just like, I, 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 I love you. I'll always be there for you. But I can't do this anymore. You know it's what? Just, you know why that's good? You know why I would have never helped so many people as I did? Yeah. The, the two things that I'm interested in as I get older, strength yeah. and honesty. <laughs> I want total radical honesty in my life in yeah. terms of how I how I deal with the world and how I deal with myself. I sure. want I want honesty, strength and honesty. Okay, yeah. cool. But sometimes part of that is like 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 you're saying, I've spent a lot of time on people yeah. who are not worth it. Yeah. A fuckload of time on people that are not worth it. And the the problem with that is that you 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 are taking your time away from people that are worth it sure yeah so when you spend your time in yourself fuck yeah man when you exactly yeah when you spend your time on, a, on somebody who's clearly in their own way and will yeah. always be in their own way you fucking you know you should be spending your time over here yeah yeah you know that's the your well, your, your money and time is spent over there man there are other people that are that, are, that deserve it and are worth it i think uh, you look you uh, i have a feeling you are going to have a different answer on this yeah but i think along the same way i think you can relate that over the course of covid when we were quarantined and coming out of it and everything that's come out of like this recalibration of life i really really came to grips with who my real friends are oh fuck over covid there were a handful of people that i would see constantly at the comedy store the improv or on the road or because of comedy and reaching out to them and just saying hey i miss seeing you you know i i haven't seen you in a while i'm just checking in and some don't get back some don't you know and it's just like you know i'm putting you know for the effort to keep a relationship you know as someone that it's I such think, a bummer. I, I, I had misconceptions of who my true friends were. And these are people that I would see nightly, know. you know, weekly uh, and invested in and, and saying, how are you doing? Oh, how's that? How's that going? How's your how's your sister or whatever the, the case might be with all these individuals that you took time to invest in and learn about, et cetera, et cetera. And then COVID hits and who knows what somebody's going through at the, at, at that time as well, you know, but it was like, wow, holy shit. I, I really, I really came out of it going, I, I, I think prior to COVID, I probably had like maybe 
15 friends that I would consider friends, you know, like check in with and et cetera, et cetera. And then after COVID, I would say probably four or five, like genuine, like real friends. And the rest, it's just like, okay, I, I, I you know, I'll always be. None fine, of that but. should surprise you or me. But yeah. it does. It does surprise you. You know what I mean, though. It fucking. It, it was really the biggest heartbreak. Is 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 of course I feel that way too. Like of yeah. course I feel I realize how, you to how, a, a, a much larger extent. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure. I, I realized the great gift of this was I realized who I wasted all my time on, or who just was yeah. never my friend. Who sure. was never my. It's shocking. Some of it is shocking. Yeah. And you realize, oh, that was never my friend. And Let's then name you, names. And then, yeah. And then you realize there are people that were your friend, like you, right? Like Sam Tripoli, like certain people, where you're like, whoa. And you realize how much smaller your community is than you can imagine. And it's okay. Don't yeah. take the other thing is I've had very wise people in this business tell me to never take that personally, and they're right. You can't. You can't take that. That's the it other has nothing to do with lesson you. out of it. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with them. It, it's yeah. just the reality of the fact that people don't have time. Yeah. You only have time for a very few people. And if you have a family, forget it. If you're working on your career, if you're super ambitious, if you, you know, you never know where people are coming from. So the main thing you want to make sure is it doesn't make you bitter and it doesn't make you cynical. Sure. It's just, it's just what it is, man. It is what it is. Don't ex like the best thing you can probably do is not have any expectations in your life. <laughs> it's good to have goals, but yeah, well, it's funny. I, I had posted something uh, recently. And it, it, it I, I got real quiet the last three or four years uh, about goals, about ambitions, about you know what I want to accomplish. And it started because I almost quit comedy four years ago. I was like, I'm fucking done. I can't do this anymore. Like I put so much into it. I was James Dean and Giant. You know, yeah. I was putting so much wherewithal and every fiber of my being into stand-up comedy. And it was like, you can't do all this work and not expect some acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, from how many specials your you peers like or four. And you're genuinely, you're genuinely a killer. And it's like, how much more do I have to do? But it, it, was, like, it was like that feeling, right? Yeah. And so I, I posted it. I came out of it. I got real quiet. I did the work. I recalibrated and changed my approach to stand up, my writing to stand up, what I was communicating, all those things. And I felt like, okay you became a better comic and a better person for this, right? And I posted just a, something brief about it, how I was glad I, I stuck it out. And one of the door guys at the store pulled me aside and said, did you really mean that? Like, what, what did that all mean? And I said, you know, it means a lot of different things. And, and he was telling me, I, I was like, well, what's troubling you? What, what do you think about when you read that post? And he was talking about goals he has. And I, I went back to the fact, I go, look, all those goals I achieved, everything on my resume that I thought would make me happy, those never made me happy. It was like they're accomplishments, right? But I never garnered happiness from them. Like my children make me happy. My wife makes me happy. Experiences make me happy. But something I see on a resume that like that project, I was never happy. So I was like, whatever goals you have, just don't expect the town to pat you on the back. Go, you fucking did it. Welcome to the club. I was like, your goals are your goals. And once you achieve those goals, that's it. Yeah. Just, just that's encapsulate the happiness or joy or euphoria or relief. Yeah. Because that's always been paramount for me. It's yeah. always felt relief. I've never felt happy. Yeah. Doing relief. any of those things. A good, yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder where that relief comes from too. Like, it's, it's always uncomfortable to have to constantly hustle, stay relevant. Stay in this business, you have to. Instead, oh my God. You got to keep it fucking going. And luckily, I don't get older. Physically, I mean, physically. And <laughs> yeah. I, my cells don't break down. So <laughs> I know. I just had all these tests done. I went to a cell expert and he goes, can't figure this out. I go, oh no, what? I've never goes, seen this before. Your cells don't break down. Yeah. Linda, <laughs> come like, in here. You'll is this why I this? have that? And I showed him where I'm working with. My lats are stupid. What's funny, guys, is that I'm a medium in a shirt. It's always tricky, though, because my back is ultimately a large. Do you, do you you really do this only when i only when how i jump off a building and i want to show people how i can glide <laughs> to the ground all right only when i jump off of cliffs in switzerland when i want to show people how i don't need a fucking squirrel suit that's the only time i do it is that okay, does, that, okay. does that answer your question <laughs> did yeah. i upset the apple cart yeah or when people go man dragon can we see the spread <laughs> can we see the dragon's wings i'm like guys i'm busy <laughs> and they're like what the fuck and they don't know why their fucking eyebrows are singed <laughs> i'm winning this podcast so far dude i can't believe this is our last big and hungry last big and hungry yeah hey guys we want to do a little twist on something shouldn't we do a five minute podcast i don't know what's something interesting we can do that hasn't been done give us ideas 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 <laughs> um yeah man well, well we just, why, why don't you what are you what were your thoughts because to be full transparency um i felt i i i i initially felt that the spark that was initially there had faded right yeah and see i don't I, from but i but i think in terms of like you know hey we have a podcast that's due on monday and it's saturday like weeks ago we were always on top of it in yeah. in, in in synchronicity let's get this done it's etc cetera, et cetera. and then it became like all right let's scrap it together Let, let's just get something to to post on monday right and that's what was starting to happen i, I and that's when i was like oh there's some blood in the water here because if it's not a priority you know wednesday or thursday it, it, it's just my thing was that it's 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 you can't expect any view you, views go down when you're not in the same town that's nobody's fault that's yeah and so we were zooming and stuff and that always f kills you and i download a garage band by the way yeah <laughs> so so my audio would be better now, yeah and yeah. i was just thinking with all the competition and you've got look i think i think this was for example a good podcast because you guys got a sense of the fact that i'm not going to get older and we broke down <laughs> afghanistan it was a lot of stuff that we've covered right <laughs> right and and but um, cells regenerate yeah we talked about yeah. heavy shit we talked about light shit and we solved all the problems but we should call this podcast we solve all the problems <laughs> <laughs> right with sprinkles sprinkles and so um i just i'm always thinking about in a such a saturated market which is oh look two comedians talking i want something different yeah that's but what i, I started i had about. personally felt like we didn't we you know the towel was thrown in pretty early and i thought okay well sometimes as a comic it took me it took me 10 years, it took me actually 12 years to discover my voice, but it took me 20 years to become like the comic I'd always wanted to be. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's going to take 20 years yeah, for a podcast did. to I guess to I'll be going. 74 when we're really fucking hitting our stride. <laughs> Great, Steve. 
Hey guys, this is episode one thousand and it doesn't matter, I can't remember, but um no, I I I hear you. I'm just I'm just talking about adjusting our approach in one way or another. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Well, we're going to. Yeah. Well, why don't you let the folks know what your what your thoughts are for the future? I Look, guess. because uh, my I get asked are, about it quite a bit on the. Yeah, my thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts are I don't know yet, and yeah. and we don't know yet. We're 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 working something out. But either way, I love doing this, and I and I enjoy this. And uh, for now, uh, we just wanted to let you guys know that this is. Our final podcast of Big and Hungry. At least that's what it's called now. But we'll see if it changes in name, format, structure. The bottom line is I like doing shit with you, Steve. I love doing stuff with you. I love. I mean, I really do, and especially when you're in town. Yeah, like you know, a lot of times when you're in town, there's, there's, there's thinking outside the box and coming up with an idea that nobody's seen before is what I think is possible. I'm just going to leave it at that, and then we're going to figure that out. Yeah, and you're afraid. And the bottom line is, you're afraid. But I'm. And I wish you weren't afraid. But yar. (laughs) (laughs) But yar. Ain't well. I look forward to whatever the future holds but i do want to say in all seriousness because we didn't get to say it i, I didn't have the opportunity I, I like i truly have have had a, a killer time getting to work on this podcast with you both it's been so fun and it, it's given me a, a great reason to come back to california and yeah it's been bo- it. i feel the same way it's been bothering me a lot that that um it's just been bugging me. I love uh, you're my you're my brother and i i just you're one of the best people i know and you're also fucking hilarious so i you know, I I want to I I don't like giving up on things. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't like giving up on things. Maybe don't sleep on the boys. That's all I'm saying. Don't sleep. Is that on the fair? Boys. Yeah. yeah. Is it fair to say don't sleep on the boys? Yeah. Is it fair to say that? Is it fair to say that it, it's not far fetched to think we won't be seeing each other in front of a mic periodically when you get into town? All right, go there. I like where this conversation is headed. I say we celebrate uh, with some hot dogs after this. We're like, uh, as long as they're Arby's. organic and a hundred percent fucking muscle meat and not lips and assholes. <laughs> I don't like chewing that hard. You fuck. We'll see you guys later. Oh, and by the way, do you, you like stand up? Do you want to tell me? You like stand up? Me and Dove Davidoff, the great Dove Davidoff, going to be in Buffalo, New York, at Helium, September 9th, Beauty. 10th, and 11th. I'll be in Denver, Colorado, Comedy Works, September 21, 22, 23. No, 23, 24, 25. Yeah, Chicago, Illinois, Improv, September 30th, 31, October 1. Finally, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio, Funny Bone. Get your tickets at BrianCallen.com or TFatKZ.com. I will be at the stand in New York City. Very excited to go the to stand, stand what in is New York the stand City. In New York, great comedy club. I don't know anything about. It's that. It's been open for. They just uh, renovated. It's gorgeous, wow. gorgeous club. Wow. So I'm I'm running my hour special. Uh, I believe it's called Steve Byrne and the Last Talk Show. So it's going to be Wednesday, September first at the stand nine o'clock right. uh there may be a special guest or two that's going to come through as well and then i'm doing las vegas i'm super excited to do this with gary cannon bill crawford september 16th through the 19th at the laugh factory Ooh. at the tropicana and then doing the pilgrim have you done that room before i i just like guest sets when how I how is pop it through. good room yeah i like it yeah tropicana really like it. yeah 
Then Pilgrimage Music Festival, Nashville, Tennessee, September 25, 26. Anthony just got up to take a shit. And then uh, I'll be... Uh, we'll, we'll figure out the other ones, yeah. Um, yeah, Steve Byrne Live. Because some stuff got moved B-Y-R-N-E Live.com. And follow me at Instagram, Steve Byrne Live. Help me on Instagram because I'm starting to pump up my numbers there. He's starting and, uh, to pump up his numbers. Pump, pump, pump it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. All right, well, big and hungry. Put to bed, right? This is it. Uh, that's what the, that's the rumor. Good night. That's the rumor, buddy. <laughs> All right. We did it.